Good morning, good morning. Dr. Gary on the road. Dental practice is for sale. Name of our company is Healthcare Practice Sales, LLC. And we are here to assist you. Whether you be a buyer or a seller, we've been in business for 11 years. I was a dentist for 25 years. So we're here to help the buyer or the seller. The seller, if you have a small practice or a very large one you wish to sell to a DSO, we can help you with the sale to the DSO because they will pay our commission. And there'll be no commission to you. And often, if you work with me, we will often get legal fees reimbursed at closing based on certain criteria, of course. But we can help you with that. Uh, our contact information is www.dentalpracticeguide.com. Dentalpracticeguide.com. Our phone number is 201 663 Three, five. Call us anytime. We're here to help you. The information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes. It is not legal or business advice. So today's topic is discrepancies between the DSO and the seller in creating the true EBITDA case report. So we have a situation now that we're $100,000 apart. That's a lot of money on a $1.5 million deal. We're almost $100,000 apart, or I'd say 80, 80,000 apart in our EBITDA calculations. Now we worked with the seller's accountant and our accountants, we created an EBITDA of about, I think it was about 200,000, somewhere around there. Um, and what we did was we took all the doctor's figures. Now he owned the property. So we took the rent that he was charging himself. And, uh, but we also normalized some of the lab fees. Normalized meaning industry standards is what we put the number at. Um, because there were things in the lab fees that shouldn't have been in there. They were in different categories. So we, we normalized them. Therefore, we came out with our EBITDA of about 200,000. But when the DSO created the EBITDA, they took the normal rents for the area, which would have been $22 a square foot or something like that. Whereas the seller had on his tax returns that he wasn't charging himself the high rent. He was charging below market value for his rent. So therefore his EBITDA or net profit would have been a lot higher. So there is where one of the discrepancies were in the rents and also in the labs. But the DSO took the labs right off the profit and loss sheet as face value. That's what the labs are. They don't normalize it. So we had another discrepancy there. So the message is very clear. You as a seller have to be so clear on your profit and loss, what the actual numbers are and all your discretionary expenses. You've got to disclose that. That is trips to Florida. If it's a weekend uh, seminar and you stay for two weeks in Florida, well, in reality, the only thing you can deduct 
is the uh, the two days for the seminar in Florida. You know, not two weeks vacation away. But you've got to inform the DSO about what these true numbers are. You've got to inform any buyer what the true numbers are, what the true discretionary expenses are. You've got to do this. So we have a situation now. Mind you, we're with the, one of the only brokers that have CPA accountants on staff. I'm not aware of anybody else that does that. There may be a few CPAs that try to do some dental practice brokerage. I, uh, that's a different situation. But in this situation, I think we're the only ones. So we are here to help you, um, but we have the team to help you. And you as a seller, it doesn't cost you anything for our CPAs to work along with your CPA to create your true net profit. Uh, but it has to be correct on all your profit and losses. It has to be reflected on that. So in the DSO figures. So we have this situation, fortunately, because I have uh, CPAs on my, uh, on my staff, their employees, we can dispute the DSO's analysis of the EBITDA or your net profit. We can dispute that. So that's what we're doing now. But that's important for you to understand that, that how these numbers work, how the DSO will create your, your uh, EBITDA, and how you must understand what your EBITDA also is. Don't forget, you've always got to factor back in to the EBITDA, the cost of the doctor's salary has to be factored in. That's extremely important. And you got to remember that. But we did do that. But we still had this $80,000 difference in EBITDA. That's a lot of money. Uh, because, you know, you're going to get a factor of that, whatever it is, five, six times that uh, for the sale price. So be aware of that. Be on top of that. That's just a little tip. This is a case report I wanted to share with you. All right, looking good, Dr. Gary. I just got to the gym. I'm working out so I could be looking sharp for the DSO convention coming up. There's a big pool there, so I got to lose some weight. <laughs> I'll see you now. Bye.